What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 205 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. I am joined by Shelly Walter. Hello. And Dallas from Geek Devotions. What's going on, guys? I have no catchphrase. That's fine. Yeah. I'm still trying to find one, too. It's okay. This week, we're mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant and also Disney's original ideas. But we are geeking out about Netflix's upcoming animated movies. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that is what we're talking about tonight. Uh, for Patreon shoutouts, we'd like to thank Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Covell, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Aiello, Trey Bayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Um, so if you're wondering why Dallas is here today, Cody has the flu, and he says he doesn't get the flu, but he looks like he did now. So yeah. uh, he Jeez. couldn't talk. He was having trouble talking and stuff. So. Oh man, that's rough. Mm-hmm. And and being uh, a podcast host and doing things on video as we do, you gotta you gotta keep your voice uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, mm-hmm. alrighty. So we are going to get started with gaming. So uh, we'll start with our guest Dallas. Uh, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I've been playing. Um... <laughs> old games <laughs> i've been playing uh knights of the old republic 2 uh-huh. and uh and i just started playing doom from 2016 yes it finally downloaded for you huh? it finally downloaded twelve thousand years later <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize it was 60 gigs worth of information mm-hmm. but uh yeah i started playing that game and uh it's pretty intense man it's like mm-hmm. legitimately pretty pretty hardcore i'm enjoying it uh, yeah. it's gorgeous i love though the the best part of it is the um uh, every level, there's like a room you go into that takes you back to the first Doom game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like having major flashbacks. It's pretty stinking awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm it's a awesome. huge Doom fan. Uh, one thing I love about that game is they take a lot of tracks and uh, from the old games and you hear some of those older tracks within some of mm-hmm. the uh, soundtrack. It's really cool. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have you been playing? Oh, you, Night of the Old Republic? Are you, are you yeah. doing that? I am, man. It's it's a pretty cool game. Um, I was playing a lot of Fortnite for a while, okay. and I was like, yeah. I, I really need something with a storyline. Oh. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so a good I answer got, to that. So I downloaded <laughs> yeah, it, sure. and uh, I've been enjoying it. Um, I, I remember, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I put it up in our, well, we have a, a group chat for those of us in Gug, and uh, I was like, does anybody know how to make this thing stream? Because I can't seem to stream it. And apparently oh, yeah. it's no, notoriously just like a pain in the tail side for everyone. But mm-hmm. it's a fun game. Like I really enjoy the story. I enjoy the fact that I'm kind of like building this guy up from the ground up. Like I didn't. I started right. So I got this game a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, played it for a little while, and then I kind of just put it to the side. And uh, in the meantime, I've started playing D and D a little bit here and there. Yeah. I didn't realize how much D and D elements are in this game until I came back to it. I was like, holy crap! Oh, I understand geez. what's happening now. <laughs> like it all just makes so much sense now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been cool now that I understand the, the system a little better. Good point. Yeah, I oh. tried playing Knights of the Old Republic sometime this last year. I tried to stream it, and streaming it just did not work. OBS no. hates old games. It, same thing happened with Spore. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just upsets me because I'm like, hey, I want to play these old games, but I can't stream them apparently. So right. I still need to go back and actually play Knights of the Old Republic. But that's kind of what I was getting to. Even the little bit that I played, I was like, you know what? This actually is very 
very close to D and D. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me if I know there's lots of like Star Wars D and D campaigns <laughs> out there. A lot of them are probably sure. inspired slash based off of just those mechanics from Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. I I would probably assume the same thing. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool though. Mm-hmm. Have you played the first one at all? I have not played the first one. Actually, oh. I got this one during <laughs> shameless plug. I got this during our Twitch stream, uh, our seventy-two-hour Twitch drive. Oh, sweet! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder in that, and we have that coming up soon too. <laughs> yeah, on March fifth is our upcoming pledge drive. Uh, so, so yeah, we're very excited about that. Shameless plug. Yeah. So, so you haven't played the first one, then that story is even. That story is pretty uh, heralded uh, as far as like Kotor stuff goes. Oh man! So I recommend playing that one too. I'll have to find that one. Hopefully yeah, it works. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll be about the same probably, but uh, it's this, it, it's a different character though uh, than the second one. So it's like you're not like, so it's not like Mass Effect or something where you're playing the same character in all the games. So the first right. one has a different character. So nice. you'll still be okay by playing the second one. First, right. I think. Mm-hmm. Dig it. Um, have you played anything, Shelly? I'm trying to think, and this last week was kind of a whirlwind. <laughs> I don't know if I really got that much time to sit down and play video games, um, to be honest. But I am super hyped for, uh, by the time people listen to this, Byleth for Smash Bros. would be out. But by the time we're recording, it's out very soon. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited to try Byleth and Smash. Um, and I was also at camp this last weekend, so I played the camp games. Lots of camp games, so that's different than video oh. games. So, um, yeah, that's all I really got there. <laughs> okay. What did you play at camp? Oh, man. So, let's see. We've had a, a color war. So, um, <laughs> And I was a leader for this camp. It was like a high school camp. So um, all the students were trying to guess covered. And um, it's like the powdered color you see in color runs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like cornstarch, dyed cornstarch. So basically we um, leaders would sort of divide ourselves and the students would have to come to us for and complete challenges. And if they complete the challenge, they could get color thrown on them. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so it was just fun. Um, And so, like, let's see, me and another leader, we came up with the idea that they have to, the students (coughs) that they come, because they're in teams, right? They have to come and they have to reenact a scene from a movie. Um, which was pretty fun to see. And we got a lot of Lion King. We got a lot of Frozen and we got a couple of Titanics. Um, those were all very fun to witness. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely students who were like, okay, I'm the iceberg. (laughs) It was pretty great. great. Um, there are a couple other things that we played too, including game called Zag Tag. Zag Hmm. stands for zombies are glowing. Um, wow. And I don't really know how to describe it. It was kind of like students had to put popsicle sticks in a bucket, but all the leaders were guarding buckets. Um, And if you get tagged by a leader, we get to break your popsicle sticks. And it was all in the dark. We all had glow sticks. So that's like the glowing aspect of it. So that was pretty fun. Uh, That's pretty legit. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds fun. (laughs) It It was a really great time. I, I, I feel bad for thinking this, but crushing those popsicle sticks would be oddly satisfying. Oh, it totally was when you're <laughs> dealing with crazy wired up kids. And you're just like, come here, kid. Give me your popsicle stick. <laughs> <laughs> but it also was unfortunate when like three other kids were running to your bucket while you're breaking one. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So they could distract you. Okay. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they, they knew how to storm. They knew how to use their own forces against us. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Right on. What about you, LJ? Um, so you were talking about Smash. Though, you know, the, despite all the drama with the Byleth announcement, it actually got me to go back and play more Smash. Um, yeah. I was so I was so busy last week with work that I had not streamed over the weekend, and so on uh, last Tuesday. I was like, I want to stream something, you know, like, and I had Twitter, you know, choose for me. And so one of the options I had in there was Smash Bros. And so I got a couple rounds in before the stream and I was kind of getting my butt kicked online. And I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. And then so when I hopped online, I started using Ken from Street Fighter a little bit. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to use Terry. You know, I'm going to see. Oh, yeah. I I, I knew how to use him a little bit. But Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, I'm just going to use him. And I did really well. Like I lost some fights. But there was a lot of times where I'd fight the same person, and we'd go back and forth on wins and stuff like that. And nice. I think Terry's my boy. He's he's really good in that game. Um, I played with a few viewers, so that was really fun. So it was a good time to, to connect and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Smash is awesome. It's still good. It's brought me back to, like, World of Light and stuff like that. Hopefully I'll finish that for Backlog Golf <laughs> at some point. Yeah, and then um, the other game I've still been playing, I talked about it last week, was DBZ Kakarot. And that's still been really good. Aha! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the, want that uh, game. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. <clears throat> the RPG elements almost feel meaningless in a, in a way because they really? catch you up. Yeah, because they catch you up on levels as you go uh... through the game. Um, so even like when Goku's gone for a while, he'll come back super leveled up. But even... <laughs> But even whenever you play as, like, some of the other characters, next time you play as them, they'll at least be one level higher than, like, your given quest. Right. And there, there's all these other systems and things like that, that that are fun to play around with, but I just don't think they mean a whole lot. But mm-hmm. it's still a really fun game to play, and it still looks gorgeous at times. Um, so it's good. It's bringing me back to the Game Boy Advance days of Legacy of Goku and things like that. So That's really cool. It's a good way to play through that series instead of, like, if, if you can't really... Because those... I think they don't even have the original seasons anywhere to stream, I don't think. And I think the, when uh, they do, they're scattered. Hulu so I think has... It's a, well, Hulu yeah. has the original Dragon Ball. I don't have, I don't have Z yet. Or they, they, had, Z. they had some of them, but it was only like the first season and then like the Boo Saga and stuff. It was mm. all scattered. But I think this is a great way, like if you're hankering to go through that series again, I think this is a good way to do that. It's like a 30, 40 hour game, I think. Wow. Yeah, and so I just got to the Android stuff, so I got to play, I got to play as Trunks and fight uh, Robot Frieza, and then so I got to play when Goku arrives, you get to do the fight against Trunks and stuff like that. So it's really cool and immersive. That's legit. That's yeah. worth getting. When a game yeah. does is like that, that's worth getting. Mm-hmm. And some some of the moments that like I already knew were gonna happen, it was just so cool to see again. Like yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's what I've been playing. Not not a whole lot new. So um, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's get started with gaming news. Um, so NBA Two K Twenty did something really cool. So as of yesterday, everybody learned that uh, Kobe Bryant, not Colby Bryant, our vice president, Kobe Bryant, the, the basketball <laughs> legend, um, he, uh, so he uh, passed away along with his daughter from a helicopter crash. Yeah. And uh, this was his private helicopter and everything. He'd been flying for like years, like to games and stuff. 
Um, so NBA 2K20, they did this cool thing where you turn on the game and it has this like banner and it's a picture of Kobe and it says the year he was born and and the year he you know passed away this year. I just think that was really cool to honor somebody like that and it was right away too. Yeah. Uh, yesterday evening so i think um i i didn't actually witness this but um a lot of basketball games that were going um the players would hold the ball for 24 seconds and then pass to their team they would hold yes for 24 they seconds and just switch yeah. off to honor him i thought that was mm-hmm. super cool yeah. yeah a really cool way to honor him yeah Tonight, it was really they... oh go ahead I was just saying, it's really neat to see how the community is actually surrounding this moment and honoring him, totally. his memory, and, of course, his family, everything like that. I did notice that, like, because there are some people, whenever things happen, people just go out there and they, they meme mm, irresponsibly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so there was some junk that went out. And what I appreciate was the community was like, hey, hey, that's, we're not going to do, we're not playing that game. Like, they just put not the kibosh cool, bro, on yeah. that. And, like, it's really been a real beautiful thing that's taken place since this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Like I like my family, my grandmother and everybody like since I'm from Southern California, yeah. Lakers were on our TV for a lot. And so like when me and my cousins were kids, like anytime we'd play like NBA Jam or any NBA game, we'd be Kobe and Shaq, you know, and things oh, like that. Yeah. And yeah. So it was just like it's really crazy. Like Kobe was like the Tom Brady of like NBA. So I don't <laughs> know. It was just probably even better in a way in a lot of ways. But I don't know, like Every legend kind of has, has their haters or whatever, but I think it's really cool for people to unite in something like this and just kind of um, show their their like appreciation and, and honor him. They're actually tonight they're airing his last game before he retired on ESPN. Oh wow! Which, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, so shout out to NBA Two K Twenty for for doing something really cool. Um, and then so on much lighter news, uh, the game Patapon 2 is getting a remaster. This trailer dropped today and it's being released on January 30th this week. And so, uh, for you guys, for anybody that doesn't know what Patapon is, it was a PSP game and you control these like little soldiers and it has this really cool like 2D art style. And so it's a rhythm game. And so each action is like a combination of buttons on the controller Uh, And it's like you you hit like square, circle, square, square, square. And then they like, they're these little warriors that do chants. So if you watch the trailer, like my, I, I have it playing back in my head right now. So if you do the right combination, they'll go patta, 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 pawn. And then it it does a little rhythm back to you. It's really cute. Like it's awesome. Cause then when you do the combinations, right, you'll get your little guys and they'll throw spears at like the enemies or whatever. Oh man. Things like that. It's such a cool game. Um, but that's coming to PS4 this week. That just kind of got dropped out of nowhere. So nice. That that was kind of exciting for me because I was like, oh, I love that game. I have the first one remastered on PS4 as well. So, um, but yeah, that's a really good series for people to check out on PS4. Yeah. And then uh, third piece of news I think is crazy because they're still putting <laughs> out skins for this game. Uh, Arkham Knight got the Earth Two Batman skin. Arkham recently. Knight. <laughs> that's that's the yeah the third one. Um, <laughs> And it's fascinating. I think it's because how they've been teasing... I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but they've been teasing a new Batman game over at uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. And I wonder if this is any relation to that, but it's kind of odd that they're still putting out content for this game that came out like years ago. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if like the new Batman game was actually an Earth 2 game. Earth 2? I'm not familiar with, with Earth 2 completely. Oh. What is what is Earth 2 exactly? So Earth 2 took place during um, the... Oh, not Crisis in Time. Um, 
Crisis on Infinite gonna... Earths? No, no? <laughs> not that one either. Oh. Flashpoint. Flashpoint oh. crisis. Oh, Flashpoint. Oh, yeah. It, it's the one where... Um, Thomas Wayne bunch... is Batman? Yeah, Thomas Wayne is Batman, basically. Oh, and his whole storyline is... Um, in the in the alley, instead of Bruce, uh, instead of him and uh, Martha dying, Bruce uh, dies. Only Bruce dies, wow. and Martha goes insane and becomes the, that Earth 2's Joker. That's and Tom- nuts. <laughs> yeah, and Thomas has to uh, become so goes becomes angry because he blames criminals for what's happened to his wife and the fact that he basically has to put his wife down. Because she's That's become the crazy. Joker, and he becomes this really dark Batman, and uh, huh. it's a really crazy world that uh, they they've set up there. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Uh, that would be crazy to tell in like a Arkham style story. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Arkham game rumored, I think it's been heavily teased, is the Court of Owls stuff. So. Oh man! Yeah, I need to read more of that comic. I started it, but uh, that was such from... a great arc. Yeah, yeah. So, from what I hear about the Court of Owls, that new game should be sick if they kind of, you know, stay true to the comic. So, um, but yeah, if you're if anybody's still playing the Arkham games out there, there's more content. And if you haven't played them, I highly recommend them. Heck yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's it for the gaming news. Let me go through the pull list real quick. Uh, Warcraft Three Reforged is coming. It's a remaster. Um. And then uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, which is another straight-up, like, D&D-style, like, RPG. Uh, that is coming to consoles. You can get that on PC already. And then Patapon 2, like we just mentioned, is also coming out. So those are the, kind of the biggest releases of the week. Yeah. Alrighty. And uh, we can move into <laughs> m- movies. Uh, wh- what have you guys been watching? I don't think I watched any movies <laughs> that I can think of. Yeah, right. That's yeah. all good. That's all good. Hmm. I watched what are you Mothra. Watching? Oh, Mothra? Nice. Yeah, the like classic old school 1960 whatever Mothra. So that's without Godzilla? That's without Godzilla. Oh. It was a it was a oh, it was wow. a to, it was a Toho original that uh, they put out and uh, it's really quite interesting. Um I, I'm talking with a buddy of mine, and uh, it's kind of weird the way it ends. And because all of a sudden they're like they're looking at this church, and there's a symbol of a cross. They're like, wait, maybe this religious symbol might do something. And there were some <laughs> cave writings over there. Turns out the guy who wrote Mothra and directed the whole movie, he grew up Buddhist, but shortly <laughs> before he um, got into doing the, this particular uh, series of movies, uh, he got saved. Wow. And uh, he came. He came to Jesus, and so that was kind of his little marker of his of his Christian faith in, in the midst mm. of everything. That's crazy, wow. right? That's pretty and awesome. He's also one of the guys who helped work with Ultraman, and that's the reason why Ultraman makes the sign of the cross. Apparently, I have to look into that one. I haven't confirmed mm. that, but that's what I've been told. So, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, so I've been watching that uh, in preparation for for a project I'm working on. But it, it was pretty cool. It was interesting. I had some friends over, and um, one of them is my friend's daughter. She's 18, and uh, <laughs> she was like, "What are we watching?" And uh, <laughs> and at first, like you know, I was like, "Okay, well, this is what this is, it's old school." And over the, I've, I was her kids' pastor and her youth pastor oh, over cool. the years, and uh, so I've taught her. She's hung out with me a lot, and so I've, over the years, I've t- given her appreciation for film and certain things. Like she's fallen in love with Nightmare for Christmas because of oh, me. Oh, cool! And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> awesome. and just the kind of cinematics of it. 
So we're sitting there watching it, and uh, my my friend, he's like checked out. He's like, all right, let's go play cards. Let's go play. Uh, what we're we gonna play? I think we we're playing Exploding Kittens that night or something like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. And she goes, "No, we're finishing this movie." <laughs> like she was oh. locked in. <laughs> That's cool. So, so that was my that. movie of the week. <laughs> right on. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of stuff either. Um, I, th- I recently started watching the original Bad Boys movie again. Yeah. Um. It, would, it had been a while since I'd seen it, and they had that third one just come out. And uh, it was one of those things where I hadn't seen it because it was kind of an older movie, and at the time when it came out, I just didn't watch it. But I didn't realize it was a Michael Bay movie. I was like, oh, wow. Heck yeah. Um, Early Michael yeah, Bay. Yeah, so it was fun to see, to watch that again, especially with uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like, their chemistry is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. They're hysterical. Yeah, and then uh, how, like partway through the movie, how they kind of like have to like flip roles a little bit, and so mm-hmm. it's just it was fun to watch because they both you know <laughs> had had to do the, the flip flop, you know, and oh, man. Um, I hadn't watched the whole thing, but I I kind of got about halfway through it, but that's a fun movie, and I'm gonna see it's on Netflix, and so I'm gonna see if the second one is on Netflix as well, and then if if the third one is still in theaters, I'll probably go check that out. Um, do it. Yeah, I heard the third one's pretty good, actually. So. I've heard that the same thing. I, I have a nostalgia for those two guys, though, because mm-hmm. they both had hit TV shows when I was growing up. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Martin and uh, Fresh Prince Fresh, Bel-Air. <laughs> Fresh Prince, so yeah. So watching the movie, it was like, I was like watching Martin Fresh Prince grown up. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. All right, um, so let's get into the movie news. Yeah, so we have some movie news here. Um nothing surprising none of this news is surprising <laughs> and and you'll see why so the uncharted movie is delayed again and that's just a given i swear i mean i know we mm-hmm. just talked a couple weeks ago about them switching directors but yeah yep. it's delayed again and if you need a reminder this is the one with tom holland um that uncharted movie so which is even weirder because then mark Wahlberg is supposed to be like sully and then mm-hmm. mark Wahlberg was the original cast for nathan drake so it's yeah, just it's, it's just like by <laughs> at the at this rate tom holland's going to actually look like an adult by the time this comes out. <laughs> you know what i mean like he <laughs> it's just that's funny it's strange um so we'll see if that movie ever comes out it'd be cool if it did but right. at this point we don't know yeah. if it's going to be like a just a weird culmination of people's abandoned ideas or um, if it's actually something cohesive. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a lost treasure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a good point. Um, so there's that. Uh, also, Disney, switching to Disney news, um, the next live action adaptation. And I say live action. Pretend I'm doing the little quote marks in front of that. I know you can't see that, but... There's quotation marks there because it's going to be Bambi. So it's going to be just as live action as Lion King was by live action. It's just going to be CGI animals that look really realistic. Probably. I mean, I'm assuming they would just go the same way because Lion King, despite my rage, was very popular. (laughs) (laughs) It did very well in the box office. So It was so bad, though. They have no reason to not just do the same crappy thing over and over again. So. Do you know if this is going to be a theater movie or if it's going to be a Disney Plus movie? Now, that is a great question. I don't think they said, because that would almost make a better Disney Plus movie. Yeah, it because they, no, was... they did that with um, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp? Yes. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty decent film. I would I actually like Lady and the Tramp over Lion King. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I don't think I watched that whole movie either, but I enjoyed what I watched of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't want them to touch uh, Aristocats. That's my movie. I don't want them to jack that up. Oh my gosh. Now I'm scared. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This has been my fear ever since I started this trash with Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lion King itself right now is on Disney Plus, and so is Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin was good. Yeah, I haven't seen Aladdin yet. I, I oh, brother. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the the article here does not mention it being a Netflix movie or not. Sorry, not Netflix. Um, Disney Plus. <laughs> it does not mention it being Disney Plus, meaning it probably is live just in theater. Right. Um. Mm. Rip. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, news that at least I'm actually kind of excited about. Uh, Captain Marvel two is officially in development and is shooting for a 2022 release it's gonna take place after endgame um mm-hmm. not sure how long after endgame we'll see but i could i wonder even if it's like a uh here's what she was doing like right after you know they called it modern marvel like the mar- modern time period or whatever so i guess wherever the universe is going to be at at the time mm-hmm. probably right. sounds like to me anyway yeah, which is cool. I mean, we've had lots of kind of going back in time with her, right? So having mm-hmm, her kind of right. see modern technology is it's not going to be quite the same as Captain America. Um, and technology, I mean, she's seen so many crazy technology. Culture is more the right word. But also mm-hmm. we don't know if she's mm-hmm. going to be mostly on Earth or or not because she can just go anywhere. She can yeet all around the universe. So, um, <laughs> But either way, I really like that first movie. Um, so I'm excited for a second. Yeah, that'd be cool. That is all of our movie news. Cool. Um, have you guys watched anything in the TV realm? Um, I've been watching My Hero Academia. Um, yes. I'm, I have watched it a little bit too. I'm not caught up though. I'm, I'm like three episodes behind right now. Okay. And uh, it, it, it became harder to keep up once I got to the modern seasons because it was in Japanese. And normally oh, yeah, because the dubs are like delayed by a yeah, week, I think. Yeah, unless you're paying for some really high-end service, but I am not because yeah. I'm Poe. And uh... <laughs> yeah, I think Funimation—they have them on Funimation, which I think that's like six or seven bucks. But yeah, um, they have them on there. They got to a point where they were like simulcasted both, mm-hmm. but then they got to a point where the Japanese version was moving faster than the dub. Right. So, but I'm I'm up to. I watch these mostly late at night, so I'm like falling asleep and it's hard to read and to, to watch yeah. at the same time but <laughs> i i love the series man that's it's so good i became way too into this so too quickly i it's relate to I've midoriya to... so much yes midoriya all my i love how all might's like this like even though he's been stripped of everything he's still this symbol that like mm-hmm. like that he's always been just kind of in a different role so i love it so mm-hmm. much isn't it such like an anime X-Men? Kind of. It's kind of an kinda. anime X-Men. I can see yeah. where you got that from. And a much better anime X-Men than what they put out a couple of years ago on Crunchyroll. Not Crunchyroll. On, uh, what was that? There was a, oh, what's that streaming service? Crank. Oh, they did do a series. Yeah, yeah. Right. There, there was an actual anime uh, that yeah. was done by X, about X-Men. Really? Yeah, there, there was a Wolverine one that I have the DVD for also. Yeah. They did an Iron Man, Wolverine, a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's a good show, though. I highly recommend it. Have you watched anything, Shelly? You know, I was reminded of something I watched because you're talking about Kakarot. 
Um, oh. <laughs> so my fiance is one of his roommates started playing that game. And so he's kind of a little bit getting absorbed, like getting information for, for Dragon Ball Z. Um, oh, cool. And apparently like the, the two were having a conversation and he's just like, yeah, all you need to watch is the abridged. And me and my roommate have seen the abridged, at least part of it. Um, not yeah. all of it, but we, we started watching it again because it was just like, Daniel, you, you gotta at least witness this. You gotta oh, at least yeah. watch this a little bit. It's it's madness, but it's beautiful. It is. Um, I'm, oh my gosh! So we watched. That I think I think we watched the first full season. <laughs> we so Celeste has recently gotten to Dragon Ball, like just randomly. Oh, cool. She goes, "Hey, don't don't we have Dragon Ball like the original?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Can we watch it?" I was like, "Sure, why not?" Yeah. So she's like killing it right now, going through the original Dragon Ball, and so I'm waiting for her to get to Dragon Ball Z. For us to watch the abridged version. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's one cool thing about Kakarot is they show a lot of love for Dragon Ball. Uh, the first chunk of that game is kind of you're in the shoes of like Gohan and all that stuff, and you're learning about Goku's past. And there's like even a few characters from Dragon Ball kind of pick up. And I I think playing that game has made me want to watch Dragon Ball more than anything. Um, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's all I watched, um, I'm pretty sure. Besides, like, The Office, which I watch all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of have my, my regular shows that I've been uh, <laughs> watching. I'm still watching The Good Place. I am not. I can't really say too much more about it, because I'm far enough into where it's spoiler territory. Got it. But that show is so good. It's some of the characters... It's not necessarily funny all the time, but it's a good and wholesome show. Hmm. But some of the lines and some of the things that the characters do just make me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, there's this part where where Ted Ted Danson, you know, he spends so much time with with these characters, and then he goes, "You're basic." <laughs> You're basic. <laughs> like he's talking to this other character, it's like Ted, uh, hearing that out of Ted Danson was hilarious. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. That's legit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. We have TV news. Uh, what do you got for us, Dallas? Yeah, let me. So, um, for those of you who have been under a rock, um, <laughs> The Witcher's a thing on Netflix. Oh, wow. And uh, everyone's singing the song, Toss toss a Coin to Your Witcher, Oh Valley of Plenty. Yes. And, uh, and they cost so many coins that they're now making an animated series. Amazing. And, uh, <laughs> it's called That's The Witcher one. Nightmare of the <laughs> <That's> Wolf. A... <laughs> That's a great segue. <laughs> And so it's being done by um, the guy who's writing it is uh, Bale DeMeo, who did the third episode of it, which, if I'm correct, is the one where he uh, saves the um, the girl who is she's turned into that weird creature, and so he has oh, to yeah. save her. And, and the parallel story is with Yennefer uh, becoming um, less hunchback, I guess is the way to say yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, thanks to LJ, the master behind the curtain, who's also in front of the curtain. I yeah. uh, now know that Studio Mirror is the company who's doing it, who yes. did Legend of Core, and I didn't realize they did the Boondocks. Oh wow! Yeah, so Boondocks the, the, is really good. This is what it's see m- when you said Legend of Core, Legend uh, Legend uh, and Voltron, I'm like, okay, those are kind of kid shows. Yeah. And I looked at it; so they did Young Justice, Outsiders, also. Oh mm. wow! But the, when I saw that they did Boondocks, like, okay, yeah, I, I see what's happening here. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that is not a show for kids, but it's pretty not. hilarious. But you know what movie they also did? Huh? The Death of Superman. Oh, nice. So there's definitely a, a type of animation this is coming out of. 
and um, they definitely have the chops for telling stories um, with their animation. So I'm pretty excited about this actually. Um, That's cool. The The Witcher is one of those series where you have to like really. I had to you have to pace yourself, and there was a couple moments where like I'm pretty done. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but it was yeah, interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. One of the headlines, I think, where I originally pulled the link, I I thought I had pulled a link from, but one of the article uh, headline said like Witcher anime, and I'm like, uh, I'm not gonna call it anime. It's yeah. like, kind of like Castle, it's kind of like Castlevania, where it's like kind of walks that line, really, right? Because um, even it, Boondocks is like weirdly kind of anime-ish, but yeah. it's not, you know. Like, well, I didn't realize it's uh, Studio Mirror. It's it's a Korean animation company. Oh, crazy. So they actually have the roots, the, the right roots for it. I, I feel like they were, this were being very racist in the conversation. But, <laughs> but anime fans, that you know, they're pretty hardcore yeah. about this type of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now that I'm looking at Legend of Court really is, it has a lot more of an anime feel to it than... Than Avatar. Avatar did. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It's kind of like a, almost like an American style, like anime or something, you know? Exactly. Like, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of so. puts out that vibe, so... Word. So that was, uh, there's that, The Witcher. Uh, so toss all your coins there. And speaking of coin tossing, um, Meowth <laughs> is coming back. What? With, uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. That, that's <laughs> a segue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. So um, they are, I, I, and we're, I need to talk to you guys about this because I don't know how yes. I feel. They're doing Pokemon the movie. That's going to be 3D animated. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's yep. do this. I, I'm okay with new animation. It but they're doing like the same story. story. <laughs> yeah. They're pulling it, a Disney. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But at least they're not calling it live action. Oh, yes. for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although the live action version would be right. kind of cool. So for those of you who haven't read the articles, seen the stuff, um, yeah. they are taken... Uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back, and they've basically taken it and they um, they did shot for shot and animated in 3D animation from what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't know if you remember, several years ago they redid Psycho, and there was a comedian oh, yeah. that made the joke. Was like, how did they do this? They just put the VHS in the in the cassette player and they went, "Hey, do that." I just said cassette player. <laughs> that's stuff. VHS player. I feel like so that I really feel like that's what they did with this movie. Is they just put the mo- the DVD in? They're like, okay. Copy this panel shot. in 3D. Yep. Now, that's it. It's pretty. Like, for the yeah. animation scene, it's pretty. Um, the Japanese... Uh, I, I want to recommend that people watch the Japanese preview rather than the American. Okay. First off, it's just entire... It, it feels Japanese, the way they've played out, because this is, like, this epic stuff going on. Huh. And then you have this random singing. Like, there should be a oh. girl band singing um, <laughs> in the mm-hmm. background. But the reason I want you guys to watch it is because I would love to have everyone's opinion about the last poor scene of it, where it shows that really traumatic scene where Pikachu is slap is being smacked around by the clone Pikachu. Oh right. wow! But it's in that new style, and there's there is something about that grittiness of the grain from the original animation. Yeah. That makes it so emotional, and I can't tell if watching this very shiny looking animation if that ruins the <laughs> moment. If we're gonna be able to take it seriously, exactly, because I mean, they, they look like toys. Like I'm yeah. watching the com- the commercial, it looks like toys. At best, it yeah. looks like bath toys. Like some little kids <laughs> taking a bath instead of rubber ducky, they got Pokemon everywhere. Wow. In fact, I'm not sure this isn't what's happening. This is actually some child's imagination taking a bath. Oh my! And gosh. the child is Mewtwo. <laughs> oh man! Now, yeah. I, that- 
I do have one thought though that I would like to know if they do. Did you guys ever see the um, the animated short that happens before <gasps> this movie? Oh, Pikachu's it, vacation. Or right. yeah, they're trying to find Tokopi, right? Yes. Yeah. So one of the other things that they do beforehand that they cut out of everything that happened here stateside was the the history of Mewtwo. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. At, that's right. Yeah. He's in the chambers, and I remember and, uh, watching that, and he's like little. He's a little baby Mewtwo. Right. Yeah. And it, it's super depressing because all of a sudden you realize that the other four are disappearing. The other four Pokemon, or the th- two other Pokemon, and then the little girl he's with, they're all disappearing because they're all dying. Oh. They're failed mutations. And if you play the original Pokemon games, you go to the 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 lab, you see four chambers in yeah, the lab. That's right. And those are the four chambers that the movie refers to. In fact, if you oh. go to it in. Um, the uh, Let's Go Pikachu. If you mm-hmm. go there with, uh, uh, with I think it's Mew. If, if, if you even get Mew, it says that Mew just stares at the chamber longingly. Oh, wow. And so I'm curious if they're going to put that in this animation in the American version. That would be... I really they, hope so, because I do, I do remember seeing that um, and watching that. it puts that so like... much depth mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. context. Okay, interesting. That, uh, yeah, that's... That, that'll be interesting to see. That's coming out like next month, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of chose those to me were the biggest news because I'm like, I know this is like the TV section, but I think we've kind of anything like streaming service and all encompassing. I think we've just decided to throw in that section. Yes. So <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Um, so um, we do have a discord question and this is a very appropriate question. Um, KMA8609 via Discord asks if you were a Pokemon, which Pokemon would you be? Um, for me, well, it helps <laughs> playing Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, right? Because you take the quiz and you kind of, oh, you kind of right. get like an idea of like, oh, this is the type of Pokemon I'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance when he was playing the dx demo that is currently on the switch and if you haven't played it um i highly recommend you do it because it's a fun it's a fun little demo um but he made the point that i would be a chikorita he said <laughs> chikorita shelly 100 because look how freaking adorable it is and also when it grows up it gets a really long neck and gets real tall <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> because I, I i always resonate with like um the idea that like if i was an animal i would be a giraffe but i don't right, really feel right. like i'd be a giraffe rig you know that's the only real giraffe representation <laughs> that we see in the pokemon universe unless there's new one in this newest region i wouldn't be i wouldn't know because i don't have the newest games um mm. but no dude like chikorita to bayleaf to um Oh, me, what's what's the final evolution's name? Oh, it starts with an M. It's gonna kill me. Whatever. Just they're just so <laughs> tall and they're beautiful and they're leafy, and I love them. I had a Chikorita when I first played Gold. That was okay. one of my first video games, um, just as a kid in general, and I'm pretty sure I chose Chikorita. Um, Meganium? Ma- Meganium? I think that's what it is. I'm going to feel really dumb Ooh. if that's not what it is. 
Anyway, but that, if I was a yeah. Pokemon, I would be Chikorita with, like, that whole, that whole evolution line is what I'm going to say. Not necessarily just Chikorita, but the whole evolution line is, like, that's what I would be. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Dig it. <clears throat> I don't know what Pokemon man I'd be. Like, my, my nickname is Panda, so I feel like I should go with, like, um, Pengoro, but... Ah. Yeah, there are some Panda-style Pokemon, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always been a fan of, of Growlithe. Because he's just like this happy, chill dude, but this like, I feel like that's who I am. I'm pretty happy, pretty chilled, but I'll light you on fire if I need to. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, if I absolutely have to, I'll light you up, buddy. So I feel like I'd go with Growlithe. <laughs> uh, so the one I chose, the one I, the one I was thinking about was, I'd just be Snorlax because I'm fine with existing. I'm wow. fine with not fighting. Like I'm, and I might get in the way sometimes, and <laughs> I like, I like food, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just fine with fine with existing and, and chilling. So, Snorlax is, is the way to go for me. Awesome. Do it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So before we go, um, what other things are you guys geeking out about? For me, I. Um, couple things. So I got a new laptop, which is really oh, cool. F- cool. Child. I got a um, Microsoft Surface Go, which Ooh, is nice. a small, tiny version of the Pro. Um, hmm. because I want something a little more portable. I don't really need anything right. that's gonna be able to do a lot because I have my gaming desktop. If I really need something <clears> that's <throat> gonna take a lot of like power, um, and plus I'm able to like write on it and like. I'm thinking about, like, I've been doing journaling. Um, I'm trying oh, to cool. see if I want to try journaling on this because I'll save paper and it's kind of all condensed into one area. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about take that. It with you. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, That's awesome. The other thing is that I watched um, the end of Genesis 7, at least the Smash oh, part nice. of it, uh, yesterday um, by the time oh, of cool. recording. So I watched the very not I didn't get to watch the last match for melee, but I got and I didn't get to watch the last match for ultimate, but I watched most of the top eight for ultimate, um, which was super fun. There were some crazy matches in there. Um, probably one of my favorites was there was one between uh, Dark Wizzy and Light, and so Dark Wizzy is a Mario player, like the best Mario in the world, and then you got hmm. Light, who's the best fox in the world. Oh, cool. Um, that, I imagine that was fun to watch. Yeah, which is, so, like, th- just watching Top 8 in general was awesome because you have people who are just, you, they are the best character, like, at that mm-hmm. character in the world. Esam is the best Pikachu in the world. Um, MKLeo is the best Joker in the world. Um, Mars is the best Yerzu Samus in the world. Like, it's, they're all mm. so good at what they do. Um, and, You're going to see them in the Top 8 regardless, basically. Oh, yeah. And it was just yeah. super, like... Almost all of them went to game five. Like, they were just super close. They're all so talented. Um, and MKLeo, just at least in 2019, he was the one that was taking all the really, really big tournaments, just winning all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Evil Mars, yeah, Mars came out on top this year, which was um, oh, wow. very exciting. So. so They had Evo Japan recently, too. I didn't get to watch oh any gosh. of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was so too. that was amazing because I didn't get to watch any of the matches, uh, but uh-huh. Sakurai was there. Oh, cool. And um, I think it was Sh- Shoten. He, um, that dude probably had to hide 
from all the angry fire emblem. No, here's what happened. So uh, (laughs) we had the the winner, I believe it was Shotan. I think that's what his name was. Um, And Sakurai came up like when he was holding a trophy and like gave him a handshake. And he asked for a hug for Sakurai Uh to give him a hug. And they they gave each other a hug. It was so wholesome. Um, and the, oh, that's cool! Everyone in the audience. I don't know was if it was the freaking I don't know out. If it was the same video, but I saw one where they were like, hold, he, they were holding this like nice, like it was a nice version of like the Smash like Pro Controller, mm. and he handed it off to somebody else, and the dude dropped it. Like, oh, oh no! Wow. When he was, I don't know if that was Evo Japan or, or where that was. I saw that video recently, oh. and I was like, ooh, party foul! That's that is funny. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. It's just a. It's I've seen it on Twitter and things. Like if you look, like you, you could probably find it. It's just so. It's that's so awesome. nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's I think all I've been geeking out about besides the typical things. Cool. Dig it. What Dig about it. you, Dallas? A um, couple things. I've been, um, because I'm working on a project right now, um, a lot of Japanese monster movies. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been looking at some stuff like that. Mothra, uh, Ultraman, Gamera. And uh, I didn't realize the world of Gamera that there is and so like I'm, I'm trying to choose one film and hmm. so there's a uh, there's a couple of kaiju groups that i'm part of and i was like all right so i'm looking for a gamma film which one should i do and like there's like 50 that's an exaggeration but there's a ton there wow wow and so they said that there was a there was a trilogy that started in the in the 90s hmm. and they said that it is literally one guy called it genre defining for kaiju films really wow. <laughs> so i'm trying to track that one down so that's something I've been into. And also recently, um, Japan put out a video um, about how they're going to make their Gundam walk. Uh, you, you know, they made a life-size uh, RX-78 oh, years oh, ago. I saw the images, but I don't think I've seen anything yeah. other than that. Well, they made the RX-78 couple years, several years ago, and then uh, they took them down and they put up instead the, uh, the Unicorn Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've taken that model and they're going to make it walk. Later this what? year That's in October, insane. like they're building like a like a like a legit um, like I forgot what they call it like a hangar for him. Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming his gender, I guess. <laughs> so they're gonna build a legit hangar, and in October they're gonna make it walk. Wow, like that's legit so cool. Gundam style, and so I've been like, this is a dream. <laughs> like, yeah, this, one small this, step for Gundam. It's like the world's come a long way since. <laughs> one large step for Gundam kind. Yes. <laughs> the images I had seen are the one with the hanger like thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so yeah, that's cool. It's so cool, and I haven't found had a chance to go back and look at it yet. Um, for a while, um, for the last couple months or couple, yeah, for the last six months or so. Uh, Gundam ha- on their YouTube channel has been putting out these shorts where it's Hello Kitty meets uh, Gundam. Oh yeah, oh. And they're like, li- like they're adorable little shorts. You have to find a script that translates what's happening because it's yeah. all in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, they put out the most recent one um, last week, and so I haven't had a chance to go watch it though. But they're freaking cool. adorable. That reminds me, what do you think about SD Gundam? SD Gundam, I think they're yeah. fun. Um, I have a couple of them on DVD. I bought them for like five bucks from uh, Big Lots. Oh, cool. uh, <laughs> and so they're fun. Uh, they're great for, especially for kids. And so like, right. like um, my my brother-in-law, he's real young. And so um, I'm, I'm slowly passing anime his way That's that his mother will let me pass their way. 
and uh especially because like uh, he's actually adopted my my in-laws adopted him from taiwan so i'm like you're asian so we're gonna asianize you uh (laughs) (laughs) not not real i really i just try to relate to the dude and share some stuff with him that i grew up with and so so that's that's the kind of thing i would pass that way but it's fun if you're a gundam fan it's like and you're able to laugh at yourself and laugh at the tropes it's good to go yeah Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I saw you got some comics on there. You've been reading comics as well. Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> so um, I've been collecting um, uh, Curse of the White Knight, Azrael. Ooh, and, I've heard uh, it's good. I am a. I have a strange love affair with the the Azrael character, even though it's been <laughs> like four different dudes over the years. Uh-huh. And um, I started reading it, and I realized I had to read um, um, White Knight, Batman White Knight first. So I've gone okay, back yeah. and um, Kindle had it all for sale for like f- like seven bucks. Nice. So I bought that. I'm reading through that, so I can finish reading through White Knight. They just put out like books six of it uh, mm. this past week, and this is part of DC's Black Label, which I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, DC can't uh, has killed the Vertigo line, which Vertigo was what Watchmen came out under, V for Vendetta came out under. Oh, okay. It's ah. their it's their adult comics. It's kind of like how Marvel has like Max or whatever. Exactly, okay. uh, Max or the used to was Marvel Knights. Um, yes. And so this is their new version of that, and they have a couple things to put out. The Curse of the White Knights are on there. Uh, Superman Year One, which is being done by Frank Miller, is on there, which I've really been enjoying, and I think I'm in a minority, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's part of that whole. Uh, interesting world and when i when i first announced it i was nervous about it because i was like okay are they gonna get raunchy with it because like when max came out they uh marvel max came out they were they were doing the typical we're all rated let's make it as bad as Mm. possible and it was just not good storytelling Mm. they've been doing great stories and it's not just it's not raunchy or anything like that i mean it's just they're more adult oriented Mm. so i've been enjoying it sweet right um Who's uh, tell the listeners who Azrael is? So Azrael is there. Well, there's several Azrael's. Azrael was a, or the original, I guess, uh, conception. Yeah, uh, maybe the original one was a character that came out back in the late '90s and uh, mid to late '90s, and he was the knight for the Order of Saint Dumas. Which, if anybody watched Gotham, you saw a little bit of the Order of Saint Dumas. Ooh. So take that, but forget everything they told you because it wasn't right. And, <laughs> and basically, it was this, this ancient order, and um, they've always had an Azrael, which was a chosen warrior. And uh, it was supposed to be passed down from father to son over the years. And um, there's something about the armor that when he put it on, his mind shift just changed into this ultimate warrior. And he always had like this flaming sword of, of, of um, judgment for people. And uh, But when it got to... Uh, in the 90s, and they introduced Azrael, uh, they introduced a guy named John Paul Valley, who was this kind of wimpy kid who he didn't know anything about the Order of St. Dumas. His dad shows up out of nowhere. It's kind of a deadbeat dad situation mm. and goes, The armor's yours, take it. And so he's having to take on this mantle he doesn't understand. And he's trying to discover this entire backlog and discovers this really dark, jacked up history of the Order of St. Dumas. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, like it gets into some genetic cloning, some brainwashing, all kinds of mm. stuff that's just like psychologically just breaking. Like he was literally um, genetically designed to psychologically just switch over into this mess 
murdering warrior when sounds he puts like, on the helmet. Uh, sounds like Bucky. Kind of. Kind of like Bucky. Bit, yeah. And so he, and what I love about the character is he had to fight that instinct all the mm-hmm. way through and become his own hero, become his own individual. And so that's what I appreciate about him. And, um, and then so he, doesn't he come into the Batman fold after like when, isn't it after Batman and Bane have their fight or whatever and he kind of takes on the mantle of Batman? Yeah, he does. He he takes on the mantle of Batman um, after it was uh, Nightfall was the story arc. Yes, yes. And, um, and he, and unfortunately he hasn't quite mastered what his, the, he hasn't gotten past the, the psychological training he went through mm. and he starts to go really, really dark. And he redesigns the bat suit. It's almost more Asriel style, and he becomes mm-hmm. like really bad. Like Batman has to come back from from retirement to defeat him. Ooh. Now, what's cool is I think uh, two months ago they put out a comic. Uh, was uh, they put out several like dark stories from the multiverse in DC Comics, mm-hmm. and it's basically a series of what if stories. And oh, okay. it, and it was what if uh, Batman couldn't come back. And Azrael had to remain the Batman. That's cool. So that's a pretty cool story. Right on. Yeah. I, like, I, I knew a little bit myself, but I wanted to make sure our listeners knew who, who Azrael was. So. Word. That's cool. I'm dropping some comic knowledge on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the, the other thing I did that I, I've been geeking out about a lot is uh, I played my first session of D&D on Saturday. My oh. man. Yeah, I was so excited. Welcome. Um, Yes, I leveled up my geek card. I got another stamp on my on my card, basically. <laughs> um, so it was cool. I'll, uh, I'll try to be as quick as I can uh, talking about this stuff. But so originally, um, a buddy of mine and I were talking, and he wanted me to join a session one day of of, uh, of a group he has going of community members. And then so we were also talking about like just us, like uh, and our close friends, like the the four of us doing something and so we finally did on saturday night i made a character i made a half orc fighter and uh, nice so he did like a short little like homebrew campaign for us like based off 5e and stuff like that um so then uh at, at the end we're like oh yeah we should do this more and so we're gonna do it like month once a month nice um yeah so the first one of the first things i did in the tavern was uh we were looking for like jobs and so there was this dwarf that I was directed to, this like a dwarf hunter, and so he wouldn't give us this quest, and so I basically intimidated him to uh, like <laughs> revealing that he was a fraud. Oh. And so half orc, half orc, I have intimidation bonuses, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna, because he wouldn't give up this quest, and so basically, yeah, I scared him, and he ran off, and uh, so we ended up getting the quest, and so it ended up being this whole plot that um, revealed that uh, there was like these people missing, and that it was actually uh, like and being killed, and. It was a werewolf, and so like the big fight at the end of our session was against a werewolf. Legit. And yeah, it was really cool. Um, he like it, it was cool because my buddy uh, DM he was like dropping hints at us the whole time, like saying like hey like you should buy these silver weapons and only um, our ranger he uh, he was the only one who actually bought like silver arrows like <laughs> me and my buddy didn't take the hint uh-huh. and so. And so as we went on, like we did some ogre fights. The ogre fights were funny because as they died, we had to roll for, I forget what the stat was exactly, but we had to roll for it because they were going to fall on us if we had a bad roll. And so two of us, as, uh, so one of the ogres fell, um, so my, my buddy, he's a druid. And so he killed one of the ogres and it fell on our ranger. 
No. Because our yeah, and so I uh, the other one fell on me, and so that was pretty funny. <laughs> and so the the final battle with the, with this werewolf was hilarious because I didn't have any weapons. Oh, like yeah. I didn't have any weapons I could use. Um, so my my buddy the druid he had like magic stones and stuff. So he was using magic abilities to fight, and then our ranger had the silver arrows. So uh, as a level five uh, fighter, I uh, I chose the champion uh, like subclass kind of thing. So I was able to actually grapple the werewolf. Nice. And so I was getting high constitution rolls and everything like that uh, with each encounter because it was keeping the werewolf from attacking, having to attack us. Uh-huh. And so I, I kept going with it. And so, but apparently if uh, I failed those constitution rolls, I would have been bitten. I did take some damage during like the escapes, but I kept grappling him. And so we ended up taking it down. But <laughs> it was just so funny because I was playing it so risky that like, I, I could have become a, a werewolf orc thing. Um, but it was it was awesome. super cool. It was a really good time, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. I just pictured it as, like, one big octagon fight. Yes. <laughs> fight well, yeah, that's why I was like, I'm about to wrestle him. I'm about to get into Still and Cold Stunner. <laughs> yeah. But well, I, I can tell you from the south, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't say it like that, but it's just the way my uh, my grandmother, she calls it wrestling. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> but, awesome. Uh, it was really cool because I still made myself useful because I'm like, okay, do I go and search the room? But that means that we're going to get attacked. And it's like, you know, I'm just going to stay on this dude the whole time until he's dead. And there you go. So Word. It, it was fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to go into some... Uh, like seafaring kind of stuff and nice. um, I forget what the name of the campaign my buddy originally did uh, that had that stuff in it so uh, we were kind of interested in going in that direction so it's going to be really fun and so I'll have like a monthly like D&D report on the podcast here Yay! dig it mm-hmm. yeah alrighty so that is going to be it for this episode uh, Dallas uh, where can they find you and anything you'd like to promote yeah you can find uh, me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for Geek Devotions, and uh, that's where you find uh, me and my wife and my, our ministry that we have, uh, where we take geek pop culture items and use it to let people know they're loved. Uh, not quite as good as Geek Center Grace does it, but we try. And uh, <laughs> I know y'all do pretty well. Yeah. And uh, uh, if I can promote, where this next month on our show on YouTube, we are doing uh, a whole month called uh, I Heart Japanese Monsters, and it's kind of <laughs> a, cool. Um, Valentine's Day meets uh, Japanese monster stuff. Um, we actually we got <laughs> shirts that a buddy of mine did. It's actually pretty cool. It has a uh, Godzilla playing video games and uh, Mothra reading comic books. And, oh, uh, we're putting out. that's gonna be awesome! <laughs> so it's it's really cute and chibi. So it's all all kinds of fun. So that's what what we got. Right on. And Shelly, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock twenty four. Alrighty, and y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ, and you can find me streaming on the Twitch channel on Friday nights at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. So with that, keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. Bye. Deuces. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app.
If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!